This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. When your personal investments need help to reach your retirement dreams and navigating the complex world of financial planning requires an experienced manager, that's when you know you're ready for prime time. Welcome to Prime Time Money on Zoomer Radio with Richard Infantino, Senior Wealth Advisor at RBC Dominion Securities. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Canada's only money show dedicated to those of you 50 plus in your overall investment tax and estate planning. And your direct link to all of North America's top money managers with the best ideas on how you can grow your money. And we got some interesting developments here. We've uh, worked hard on uh, developing podcasts. So when you go to primetimemoney.ca, okay, and that's all one word, primetimemoney.ca, we're going to be adding a new section there with all of our different podcasts. So what we're going to try to do is um, give you breakdowns on the estate planning side and then on the tax planning side because we've added in a new addition to our team that um, uh, focuses on those two areas. And what we're going to do is going to put together a series of podcasts. So like helping you, uh, if you become an executor, how to uh, take care of the duties of an executor. Then on the tax side, looking at uh, tax planning strategies and things you should be thinking about with taxes. So all those different things that come up that are rarely talked about on the radio, we're going to do it in a podcast form. So um, make sure you take down that website, primetimemoney.ca, and then look for the uh, podcast in that section. Today on this show, we got a, a great show planned for you. we got Nick Picard and Pat Somerville. They're from Hamilton ETFs. And they're going to talk about a new uh, ETF that they have that's coming out that's focused on bonds that pays you 10%, pays it on a monthly basis, but also pays it in a tax advantage form. Now, we had the folks from Harvest on last week talking about theirs. So give you something to uh, compare against each other where you're looking at the fixed income portion of your portfolio and you're starting to get great yields. So on the one side, you got, you know, the stock market and the risk of stock market and dividends, you know, long-term, those are going to be very effective. You're going to, you know, you continue to hold those. But on the other side now, we can, there's opportunity that we haven't had for the last 15 or 20 years. So you got to build that up and take advantage of that section. And then you're going to get yourself a high yield and how you diversify that. So it's not uh, a situation where you just go and lock in all these GICs at 5%. So if you took you know, some 5% GICs and added in a 10% and a 12% and these other ones, all of a sudden now in your fixed income portion, you can get yourself 7 and 8% as an average by diversifying across the fixed income spectrum. That's something you got to be uh, thinking about. Now, to learn more about all this and what's happening with the stock market, we have a special um, uh, webinar coming up. and It's going to be Wednesday, this Wednesday coming up on October the 18th. And it's going to run from 11 a.m. till maybe around 1230 so it's virtual, free, no cost. All you got to do is push a green button on your laptop or your computer. And uh, we're going to come on and talk. It's, it's, it's my annual for the last, you know, 25 years or so. We do year-end tax planning. And so we do that with our clients, but we, I'll explain how we do it and what we look at. So we're going to talk about all the tax strategies you should be thinking about, which is capital gains, these special dividends, tax loss harvesting, how to deal with your RIF at the year end, how to deal with uh, charitable donations. I'm going to go through those in a minute, and I have a handout for you too. But if you'd like to jump onto this um, webinar that we're having, I'm also going to go into um, a lot about looking forward and looking at how you deal with a balanced portfolio and how do you deal with all these different types of bond issues that we're talking about here on the show. Discount bonds, you know, you can get 8%. Should you be comparing that? Should you look at an ETF? 
what's happening with um, gold, oil. Um, and then one question we'll be getting a lot from and from our older clients is they want to participate in um, AI. So uh, we're going to talk about AI stocks and which ones you should be thinking about putting into your portfolio if you're comparing them across the board. So um, lots of interesting information. So if you'd like to join us, all you got to do is uh, call Dominic at one 891 2637 That's one 891 2637 You'll probably get voicemail because we have so many people calling in. And then just leave your name and number. You'll, you'll hear Dominique's voice. Leave your name and number and Dominique will get back to you right away and uh, get you all that information uh, from the show or get you registered for the uh, workshops. It's going to be this Wednesday, October the 18th, 11 a.m. in the morning. And so you just get your coffee out and uh, you'll be all set to go here with our, our webinar and get you all up to speed. Because, you know, tax planning at the end of the day, folks, could be 20% swings between the brackets. So if you could save some money, that's an easy way to enhance your portfolio and enhance the return on your money because you're paying less tax at the end of the day. So you're going to want to jump on and listen to all these different ideas for you that you can enact right now. Okay, stay right there. I'm going to be right back and we're going to be talking about these year-end tax planning. i got eight ideas for you that you can use right now. I'm Richard Infantino, and you're listening to Primetime Money. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Richard Infantino and Primetime Money, and it's time for our year-end tax planning. And I have a guide at the end, so... If we go a little fast through these ideas, at the end of the day, I have them all in a guide, and I'll be able to uh, send that out to you, and you can read it over. And again, it's important because these different tax savings could put you in a total different tax bracket and reduce your income substantially at the year end. If you do, you know, a lot of these pertain to uh, most of you out there. Okay, so let's go through uh, five or six of them. I got, actually, we had, there's 20 in the guide, but I'll go through five or six today, and then if you would like to get the guide, and you'll get all 20 in there. Okay. First one that we do with our clients right now is we're going through your open investment account and we're looking at tax loss selling. So what is that? You're basically um, going across and seeing if you have any investments that are down in value. So if they are down in value, you consider selling them. And then there's a couple of things you can do. So we do it two ways. So say, for instance, it's an oil and gas um, uh, stock or an oil and gas ETF or an oil and gas fund, and it's down in value. So we sell it. And now we lock in the capital loss. Now, I can deal with that capital loss this year, or I can carry it back three years. So I can go back to, you know, 2020, 2021, 2022, and use it against capital gains that I had there. So if I have any capital gains where I pay tax in those last three years, I want to take this loss and carry it backwards and get some of that money back. So you have to go through your open investment accounts, see your things, and you just sell it. So regardless of what it is, you sell it. Now, what you can do is... You can wait 30 days and buy the same thing back. The worry there is some people go, okay, in the next 30 days, I could be missing out on the gain on that stock if I'm out. Well, there's a strategy that that I use with clients, and it's trying to find something lateral. So say, for instance, it's an oil and gas ETF. Then what you do is you look at all the different oil and gas ETFs that are in the market today. So you sell the one that you have that's down, then look for one that's pretty similarly set up. And most of these ETFs, when you're dealing with people, they're using the same kind of indexes, the same kind of stocks, pretty much. And then what you do is you, you just buy the other one, and that keeps you in the market, and at the same time, you get a capital loss on the book. So that's called a lateral move, and you're going to do a lateral strategy of moving it over to that. 
Okay, so you want to do this. You want to scan through all the investments in your open investment account. What's down? Sell it. Get the loss. See if you have any capital gains 2020, 2021, 2022. Go back. Get the capital loss. If you have capital gains this year that you had to declare, then use it to get cash. So it could be something where you sold a, you know, I have clients that have sold the rental properties. I have clients that have sold the second homes. I have clients that have sold their cottage. You got this huge capital gain now. Scan through that open account. Get the losses on the books. You might have you might have sold it two years ago. Now you can go back and take these losses and carry it backwards and get that money back. So it's a strategy that you got to take a look at um, in your open investment account because that's where that's, that's all set up there. The other thing you want to look at is doing charitable donations. How do you want to deal with that? If you're charitable, you know, getting those in by the end of the year. Now, the strategy that you use and we use with clients is the opposite of what I just kind of talked about. You pick off in your open investment account a, a stock that's way up. So say you have, um, you know, you could have NVIDIA stock. We have lots of that with clients. It's up over 200%. You could sell a portion of that and you have a big capital gain there, right? So you take that stock and you give the NVIDIA stock to the charity. That way you get double kind of tax savings. You get a tax write-off because you gave the donation, plus you save the money on the capital gains tax that you could have paid. And then in your, uh, you know, in another account, you buy back the NVIDIA stock at another point, but you donate the stock. That's called a donation in kind. Okay, um, number three, I think we're on. Uh, RSP contributions. Now, we have a lot of listeners out there that could be uh, turning um, 71 this year. So if you're 71 this year, by the end of the year, you have to convert your RSP by December 31st to a uh, RIF. Okay, so now 2024, you're not going to have an RSP anymore, but you got some contribution room. So you want to do your RSP now to count for 2023. Now, if you're still working, um, there's a couple strategies you can use there. You can do an over-contribution um, to your RSP. And then in your 2024, you're going to get a tax write-off. You've got to do this at the very end of the year. So you do it in mid-December um, because you're going to pay uh, a bit of a, uh, a fee on the, uh, a bit of a tax on the extra that you have, but the benefit is way more. So if you're don't, um, contributing ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 and you're still working and then you're going to have a RIF, you can still do that. The other thing you can do, and remember when you have a RIF, if you have a younger spouse, you can set up a spousal RSP and, do, and uh, contribute to the, uh, the younger spouse's uh, spousal RSP. So you get the tax deduction, even though you're 72, 73 years old, but the younger spouse, say they're under, uh, they have to be, they have to be under 70 years old. And if they're 70, 69, 68, you uh, contribute to their RSP and you get another tax deduction. So you want to always reduce, the idea in tax planning is always reducing the current income from this year. That's the strategy. Reduce as much as you can in the current year and then deal with everything else in that current year. But get it down as low as you can. RESP contributions, remember, um, your lifetime contribution is about $50,000 per beneficiary so that uh, you you want to um, get that in by the end of the year. Um, and you're going to get, um, the, the, you know, the big bonus about RESPs and, uh, is you're going to get um, Canadian uh, Education Savings Grant from the government of 7200 if you contribute the uh, the maximum. So you want to do that for your kids or your grandkids and get that in by the uh, end of the year. So focus on that. See if your kids or your grandkids have done it. If they haven't done it, then that's something you want to get in there by by year end as well. There's also tax shelters out there. There's not that many. And the, and the thing is, Canada doesn't have a lot of uh, aspects in terms of... Uh, focusing on giving tax shelter. The only area you can really get it is in gold and precious metals. And if you're interested in that area, you can do it with um, 
with uh, tax shelters. So there's there's nothing really in that area. Uh, moving, uh, year-end expenses, uh, medical expenses, those are all, I'm not going to go into those. Those are all in the... Uh, in the, in the guide that I'm going to be uh, sending out to you. So uh, you can look all those up inside of there. Another area that you want to, you know, focus on here is if you're a mutual fund investor, this is a big one because what happens is the funds, just think of them as a bubble. And inside of that bubble, these stocks are all being traded. So sometimes what happens by the end of the year, the uh, mutual fund company that has all these stocks and, and they have this fund, they have to kick out some distributions that come at the end of the year. And they're called capital gains distributions. So you have to watch for that happening. And sometimes in a volatile year where they're trading a lot, they might have created a lot of capital gains. And at the end of the year, you can get a 10%, 11% distribution. You say, that's great. But what happens is, if you think back to the, the strategy of a bubble, as soon as you let out that 10%, the bubble goes down 10%. So now I'm paying tax on a distribution that I got in the last couple of days of the year. And the value of my asset has gone down. So timing of uh, mutual fund... Pr- uh, purchases is really crucial here if you have them. You should take a look at that. Okay, so that's a lot to think about, and it could save you thousands of dollars. So instead of going into all those, I have help for you, and it's called the uh, RBC Dominion Securities 2023 Year-End Tax Planning Report that goes over charitable donations, capital gains, tax-free savings accounts, tax installments, your RSP, that over-contribution that I talked about, RESP, savings plan, uh, medical expenses, tax shelters, and these mutual fund distributions if you have mutual funds. So all you got to do to get the guide, and it's about four or five pages, it's all in point form, so it'll help you out, easy to read. Just call Dominic, 1-866-891-2637. That's 1-866-891-2637 for the RBC 2023 year-end tax planning report. Okay, stay right there with interest rates so high and the potential for them to drop creates an opportunity in the bond section of your portfolio and it could give you some high income plus it can give you profit too. Stay right there. We're going to talk with the folks at the Hamilton ETFs about an opportunity that's new for you. I'm Richard Infantino and you're listening to Prime Time Market. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Richard Infantino and Primetime Money. And joining us now is Nick Picard and Pat Somerville from Hamilton ETFs. Hey, good morning, Nick and Pat. Thanks for uh, taking the time today to join us on the show. Good morning, Richard. Thank you for having us. Yeah, you know, uh, last time we were on, we were talking about uh, banks, and now we're talking about um, bonds and the bond market. You know, the bond market has been very difficult for people um, because of, uh, you know, what's happening with interest rates. Of course, bonds go down. And we've gone straight up for, you know, the last couple of years. But now we're near somewhere near a, a number where you should be, you know, kind of fishing around for some opportunities here in the bond market. And I know you guys are coming out with a, a new fixed income fund. Tell us about it and uh, why you guys think it's a good opportunity right now. Yeah, well, up until now, um, you know, in terms of uh, enhanced yield and using cover call for enhanced yield, really the, the only opportunity was in, in the equity market. And so... This, this uh, fund uh, takes the same approach and uses a cover call strategy on long-term bonds using long-term bond ETFs. And so this is great for, for investors who are looking to, um, you know, add to the yield, but more on the fixed income side versus the equity side. And, of course, given, you know, what we've seen in the bond market over the last couple of years with a pretty sharp sell-off, um, we're already getting better yields on the underlying bonds, but then we can enhance that with the, with the cover call strategy. 
Can I just might, might add one thing to that, Richard, too? So, I mean, some of the reasons we're, we're actually quite excited to bring this, you know, almost like a new asset class to Canada, the first uh, covered call fixed income ETF. Um, there's, there's, there's three reasons. Number one, uh, the, the target yield is 10%, um, the initial target yield. Um, so it's a higher yield than you would get in other categories in fixed income. But importantly, um, we're able to achieve that yield without taking on credit risk, right? So obviously, you're taking on interest rate risk with uh, treasury bonds. Um, but this is a, a way of getting a 10% yield without additional credit risk. And then the other thing I would add, too, is that with covered call ETFs, generally the um, premium income uh, that we that or that Nick and his team generate from doing the option writing is taxed favorably as capital gains. Oh, so good. a big a big chunk of the dividend on on H bond uh, will uh, will be tax efficient. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, now, when you're talking about credit risk for the listeners, you're talking about you know you in a bond situation you're loaning money to somebody, and credit risk would be uh, get your money back, right? Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's correct. And of course, uh, in this strategy, we're really focused on U.S. Treasuries, right. which uh, basically government bonds, and, and so the 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 most creditworthy of of uh, of, of most uh, issuers. So now you're getting ten percent, so that's uh, very enticing, and you get it at a tax advantage rate of return. Like, how how are you able to uh, generate that, and can you keep that going for these uh, uh, investors? Yeah, well, we're very excited. I mean, up until now, it was it was very difficult to to do a, a strategy like this on on the bonds because the the uh, bond ETF market wasn't developed enough, and there wasn't really a big options listed options market on these ETFs. Now we have both, and so we can we can uh, deploy this strategy and get these enhanced yields. And our strategy is is basically selling uh, a, a call option. Uh, which is at the money, so the strike of the option is a one-month option that's close to where the existing uh, price, in this case, it's TLT. This is the ETF that we use for this cover call strategy. And for a one-month uh, option, we're able to get 2% of premium on that, on that option. So that's a fairly significant amount of money, and we only really need to write currently around 35% of the portfolio so that we're getting and, and still achieve those um, 10% plus yields. So we have a lot of flexibility, um, you know, writing, uh, even if, the, you know, currently the volatility in the fixed income market is quite high, but even if the, the volatility was to subside a little bit, we still have a lot of flexibility. And historically, even with a 50% overwrite, we're able to generate these kind of yields. Okay, so you're getting, getting that kind of a yield now. So. What happens if we kind of, you know, peak out in rates here and the rates start going down? What happens to that fund? Yeah, so, you know, the, the portfolio is structured such that we have uh, half the portfolio into TLT, which is a, a long-term bond. Uh, and then we have the balance of the portfolio, which is spread out across different maturities on the Treasury. So, you know, the portfolio should do well. In, in, a, in an environment where bonds do well, but this is really uh, an income-focused product where you're going you're gonna to have some upside participation, but you're not going to get the full upside uh, in a bond rally. This is really for investors who are looking for income with some bond exposure. Okay, so like at the end of the day, if this thing stays pretty steady, 10% is a pretty good rate of return. That's what, what you're focused on, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and if the you know if rates do fall, then obviously that would be beneficial for the you know the growth component of the fund. But as Nick pointed out, like one of the limitations with cover call strategies, just like any equity cover call strategy, is that 
you know, you're trading, you're, you're, you're trading higher income today uh, for, you know, returns in the future, right? So it just caps your upside. So if there's a big rally in treasury bonds, we just won't capture all of it. Oh, okay. But the best case scenario, you know, great scenario for this is just if rates stay where they are um, and you're, you're, you know, you're generating, you know, 10% yield and um, that's a, it's a nice proposition because it's tax efficient as well. Yeah, absolutely. So at the end of the day here, if someone, so the symbol folks is HBND, it trades on the Toronto Stock Exchange. Now, um, for that investment, with the tax advantages, it would probably be most appropriate in a, in a client's open investment account. Would you guys agree? Yeah, I mean, it, we we leave it to you know the clients and, and their advisors to you know where it where it fits because every client is different. But generally speaking, um, we would say this is um, uh, an income enhancement vehicle for their fixed income portfolios. So whether that's okay. in registered or non-registered. Um, we, we, we don't say that this is, should be, you know, 100% of their fixed income portfolio, but um, as a way of just generating some additional yield without taking on uh, credit risk, we think, you know, that's a, a good proposition. Yeah, for sure. If you, you know, a lot of people have locked into these four and a half, five and a half percent GICs, you could add this to it. It really enhances your uh, fixed income portfolio, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, as long as people are aware of, you know, there's obviously risks when, when you step out into, um, you know, there's interest rate risk that comes along with government bonds, but... Mm-hmm. Um, um, so uh, just as long as clients keep that in mind as well, it's not a cash alternative, but it would be, uh, you know, the next step out, uh, in terms of like, in terms of risk for people to look at. Yeah. Well, that's great guys. I, I know you guys are real busy. Thanks for uh, taking the time this morning to join us. Our pleasure. All right. Yeah, you guys yeah. for having us, Richard. Okay. You guys yeah, take thank care. Thank you very much. Bye. Take care. Okay, that was Nick Picard and Pat Somerville of Hamilton ETFs. Remember, commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund and ETF investments. The distributions are not guaranteed, and they can fluctuate. Please read the prospectus before you invest. Mutual funds and ETFs are not guaranteed. Their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated. This show is sponsored in part by Hamilton ETFs. Okay, that's all the time that we have for today's show. Wow, that went by fast. Don't forget to contact Dominique at 1-866-891-2637 to register for the webinar. It's going to be on Wednesday, October the 18th at 11 a.m. We're going to go through all that information on the markets and the bonds and taxes for you. Or you can go to primetimemoney.ca and get all the information and also that uh, guidebook. So taxes, really important here. you got time to save some money. Get the RBC Dominion Securities uh, year-end tax planning guide. 1-866-891-2637. You guys have a great week, and we'll see you all right back here Sunday at 10 a.m. I'm Richard Infantino, and you've been listening to Primetime Money. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.